Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Mags podcast. And I have Monica Zachamerick with Camel City Canines on today, and we're going to talk all things dogs. We're both dog lovers, so if you are a dog lover, you're going to love this episode. Hey, Monica. Hey, Brooke. How are you doing today? Good. How's it going? Not too bad. Just staying busy. You know, yeah. You, you were saying you've already had how many dogs today? Ten. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. So tell us about, before we d- do some fun questions, tell us about Camel City Canines, just your elevator pitch. What exactly do you do? So Camel City Canines is a professional animal care business. Basically, I provide really just about anything besides training. I used to do training, but it's a little too time consuming. And um, you have to be mainly focused on that. And I like to dabble in all things animal. So um, I provide animal care, like overnight stays, check-ins, dog walking, adventure times, like hiking, dog parks. Um, I also make holistic dog treats. um, And I also offer basic grooming. Awesome. Yeah. So um, anything like basic cut downs, baths, ears, nails, teeth, you know, anal glands, all that good stuff. Do you do dogs of all sizes? Like even my 100 pound Bernadoodle? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, the largest brave. dog I've had was 165 pounds. Oh, my god. And gosh. he was a St. Bernard. Wow. And his name was Balto. Oh. And he was the biggest sweetheart. Miss him to death as they moved. Um, oh a few years ago but I still think about him but he was a massive puppy he took several hours but I can't imagine he was just the sweetest baby he made it easy though yeah um, when did you start this business 2017 okay so um I used to work uh at a kennel and I was there for a while and um, I worked on the large animal side, like the large dog side, but also took care of the special needs and geriatric babies. Aww. So I was often saying goodbye before I actually had to because they could no longer handle the kennel environment. Yeah. So I kind of just decided to start taking on the clients that had to leave um, that needed home care for their animals. And that's just kind of how this spiraled. Yeah. Um, And it just was a word of mouth type thing for a couple years, and that was enough. And then during COVID lockdown, I decided to take on social media, and it just kind of exploded from there. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, So who is your kind of ideal client? Honestly, um, they're all ideal. I mean, I'm not picky. I... My goal in life is to meet as many animals as possible, not just dogs. Um, I know it's Camel City Canines, but I take care of every animal, mm-hmm. not just dogs. I saw a massive turtle on your Instagram He's yesterday. Mine. His name is Spanky. Oh, my gosh. Yes, he just turned He's 10 huge. years old the other week. Yeah, we've had him since he fit in the palm of my hand. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah, I take care of everything. I've grown up on farms. You know, um, just don't bring me a tarantula. <gasps> that, that is nope. my least ideal. I will say I don't have necessarily an ideal client. But that's your but my least ideal. ideal will be one that comes at me with a tarantula. <laughs> Oof, yeah. Or, like, millipedes and centipedes and stuff like that. Uh, that's not my So game. not a bug person. No. Anything nope. else. Snakes, me. reptiles, anything else. Literally anything else. Birds, whatever. You name it. Just not insects. So, okay, that's good to know. So you're not just dogs by any means. No, you, definitely okay. not. I have plenty of experience, and whatever experience I don't have, I'm willing to take on, and I research animal behavior and 
animal biology all the time. And eventually I want to go back to school and actually get a degree in it. Yeah. But right now it's just a lifetime experience type situation. And I've dabbled in rescue. Every animal I've had is rescue. Um, It's just a life passion. And I denied it for a while. I have a natural animal magnetism. And I had a hard time figuring out what I was going to do with my life. And eventually, like I said, I left the kennel. I didn't know what I was going to do next. I started that. I didn't know where it was going to take me. And now it's turned into the goal of opening an animal sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, I want to be able to offer a small boarding facility, grooming facility, and positive reinforcement. Let that run for a couple years, you know, earn some capital, and then slowly start opening a rescue. Like, start with domestic animals and then move on to large animals as well and just home anything I can. That's amazing. And if we can't find homes for them, they'll always have a home with us kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's my main goal. Um, Camel City Canines doesn't treat your animals like a transaction. Mm-hmm. That's not a priority of mine. Um, while I do need to pay the bills and I do have goals, I've already taken on the mindset of what I want to do with my life isn't going to be a cash cow. It's a money pit, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, I'm here. I prioritize your animals above anything else. <laughs> um, they're just the light of my life, and they're, they're what brings joy to my life. Oh, and, yeah. Um, my, my entire day is just animals. I don't – there's nothing else. And, what, it's maybe been six years now I'll say maybe five years since the last time I had a day without any animals. And it was weird. I was going crazy. It was a sad day. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> and it was supposed to be a break. Yeah. And no, I had to go in the middle of the night and had to go pick some up. I was like, I couldn't <laughs> do this. Sorry, mom. Yeah, well, it's true. It's like, if you're doing what you love and you're passionate about it, then you don't want to quit doing yeah. it. You want to be there doing it. Because so. I've had 15 animals at once that, of my own. Oh, my um, gosh. We've weeded out because I turned on the no vacancy sign a couple years ago. And, you know, our <laughs> oldest ones have crossed the Rainbow Bridge since then. Yeah. But so I, what are what all animals do you currently have? Currently, I have Spanky the tortoise, as mm-hmm. I mentioned. Um, he's about 70 pounds. He's a Sulcata tortoise. 70 pounds. Yeah. Oh, my god. I have Ingrid, the miniature Vietnamese pot belly. She's five. Um, then I have uh, Billy the cockapoo. She's named after Billy Holiday. <laughs> um, then there's Mudo, the Boykin Spaniel mix. I have Nala. She's a Colby pit. And then there's Levi. He's a one-eyed Shih Tzu. Aww. And he's about 19 years old. What? He just came back from the vet on Friday, and he's healthy as a horse. 19? Yes. I have never. We are shocked. Wow. We, because um, we didn't really know how old he was at first, but... Um, he was having some um, gastro issues the other week, so uh, took him to the vet. We were expecting the worst. And yeah. no, healthy as a horse. Oh, my so goodness. So we were just thinking with his age and everything, they were going to tell us it's about that time. You're always expecting that. Yeah. And no, nothing. Oh, my god. It gosh. was great. That's so, awesome. Yeah, he's the trooper of the pack. Um, and the smallest, probably. No, Billy's the smallest. Ah, okay. Oh, and I'm sorry. I have two cats. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they don't pee in my shoes oh. later. Um, They're going to be like, Lexi Mom, and Penelope. The Lexi the tabby and Penelope the orange tabby, which if you're an animal person, you know how rare a female orange tabby is. Oh, so, I did not know um, that. Yes, they're very rare. They're mostly male. Yeah. Um, and uh, we found her at a Halloween party, and she snatched a chicken wing out of my hand. She just popped up out of nowhere. Oh, my and gosh. And she became ours, and she's been with us for about 12 years now. Wow. Yeah. Um, my youngest would probably be Ingrid. 
She's five. Everyone else is like over eight. Everybody else is borderline senior citizen. Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, So it's a geriatric ward at my house currently. Um, But that's okay. We're used to it. I have plenty of experience with that. Um, My past dogs, we had them until they were about 18 years old also. You know, I have minor vet tech experience and all of that. So it's all good. Yeah. But everything's good on our end. I used to have ferrets. I used to have rats, you know. Oh, my gosh. Rats are probably the best thing ever, contrary to what everyone believes. Oh, yeah. I don't know. They make great pets. (laughs) Yeah. But at the end of the day, ferrets. Ferrets are my jam. I can't wait to have another one. (laughs) (laughs) So if... Somebody, let's put use me as an example. So I have a Bernie is Mountain Dog Poodle, a Bernadoodle, mm-hmm. and my boyfriend has a German Shepherd. So if we're, like, going out of town or something, what's your protocol? Will you just, like, come check on them a couple times a day, or do you? So that's the what I think is the shining star to Camel City Canines. Because the majority of animal pet or like pet care services, like I said, we don't treat your animal like a transaction. A lot of these places have like packages and programs that the owner has to adhere to, mm-hmm. right? Not with me. I'm here to help you kind of thing. And I'm not talking negatively. Like, you know, it's a business. You yeah, have to it sure. keeps things streamlined. I get it. But like I said, my main priority are the animals. So what I always recommend when you reach out to me about needing certain dates covered is I suggest always um, setting up a meet and greet. Mm -hmm. Always complimentary. Um, And I get to come by, meet you, get acquainted with the babies. See Um, them in their environment. Yeah, make sure that it's a good fit. It's always been, but, you know, I always like to make sure because there's no point in stressing out your animal um, while you're gone if there's no need for that. Um, but thankfully that hasn't been an issue. Um, and yeah, and I kind of just get acclimated to them and their area and you get to tell me everything that you need. So I have plenty of clients that have very low maintenance babies and they just need me to come three times a day. Mm -hmm. Um, you tell me how long you need me to be there. I personally normally don't spend any less than an hour per check-in. I, I feel guilty. I need to give them as much time as possible. Yeah. However, if you don't want me there that long, all you have to do is say so. But majority of my clients choose a live-in position, like Mm. um, my overnight clients or like my extended stays, should I say, um, where basically I'm staying in the house and I own, you know, and I leave as I need to, to take care of other things. Yeah. But I'm kind of in and out of the house. So they're not only seeing me for, you know, 30 minutes to an hour, three to four times a day. Yeah. So they're getting more interaction out of me. Um than they typically would. Unless you don't want that, then, like I said, it's just whatever you need. Yeah. Like, if they're used to taking multiple walks a day, you don't ever have to um, compromise that just because you're going out of town. Mm-hmm. I try to keep their routine as similar as possible. Obviously, that's not always possible, but yeah. I do my best to yeah. adhere to that. Because um, I just want them to be as comfortable as they can be and I just want to eliminate as much stress for you and um all of that so it's just really whatever you need you run it by me they get groomed on a daily basis I'll take care of that I always leave the house cleaner than I found it um I clean up after myself you never have to worry about that stuff Mm -hmm. you know um just your basics I'm there to take care of everything for you so when you come back it's a stress-free Return. Yeah, that's and you so actually get awesome. to relax, and all you have to worry about is your laundry. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because I mean, 
nothing wrong with like boarding your dog, but sometimes it is really nice that they can stay well, in their own home. Yeah, and that's another thing, a big thing. A lot of dogs don't take well to a kennel environment. It's yeah. overstimulating. Yeah. And there are plenty of dogs that also do really enjoy it and they take well and that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um I just personally don't care for vet boarding. Mm-hmm. Like where they're s- sitting in a crate all day. Oh um, gosh, no, that makes my heart hurt. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm not a fan of that. Um, so that's another reason amongst a hundred others why I do what I do to eliminate that option. Yeah. Because, um, like I said, there are some dogs that are just too stressed out in a kennel environment or they're too old. As I was going to say, especially when dogs get older, they or don't. even too young. Yeah. 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 And, um, or they have uh, aggression issues mm-hmm. um, and things like that. And I just want that option for people where they just don't feel stuck. Because not everyone has family or friends to turn to. Yeah. And or even if you're all going to be out of town. Exactly. Then, yeah. You're- exactly. Because that's a common occurrence where I take care of the entire family's oh, pets. Yeah. So when they, they take family trips, we all meet in one house. You know, oh, and I stay that's in one awesome. house with everyone. But that's very common. Yeah. Um, with me. So... So, of course, you do, out, like, when people go on vacation and stuff, but do you have clients, I'm assuming, who you go to their dogs every single day yes. of the week while they're, you yes. know, at work and stuff? So, I offer the extended stays, slumber party included, if you'd like or not. Then I offer daily check-ins, um, as many as you need per day, or daycare where they basically just stay with me the day. I stay within the house, or we go on trips, we go see other dogs, take group walks, all of that jazz. It's whatever you're okay with and what you're willing to allow yeah. your dog to do with me. But if you'd rather them stay within the confines of their home or, like, the area of their home mm-hmm. and just walk around the home, that's totally fine. Um, but, yeah, like I said, we do park trips, hiking trips, um, group walks. That's um, so fun. How I many, do solo walks. How many have you taken on a group walk at one time? Twelve. Oh, but they were all smaller. Dogs. They were all under 60 pounds. I can't even so. walk two at the same time. Like, I mean, I can, but I'm getting there. It depends on the group. The it really just <laughs> depends on the group. Yeah. Because, um, like, Rhett and Bo. You know Rhett yeah. and Bo. Yeah, yeah. I so couldn't cute. handle more than uh, one more added to them. Yeah. And so that's only three. Yeah. But um, I have, like, the 12 that I walked. They are so familiar with one another, and they're so well leash trained that it's so sh- it's streamlined. It's you need not to a get problem. you need to get a video of that. I would love to see you walk in. It is dogs. difficult. <laughs> I will say my social media is kind of all over the place because I'm not a, I'm not driven by social media anyway. I had to you know kick myself to start using it and make myself more uh, present. It's a necessary evil exactly. in the business world. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I'm very inconsistent about it. Um, but I have a hard time pre-planning content. Yeah. So whatever you see, it just happens to happen as it happens. Yeah. Um, and it's a shame because I don't always catch the funny things. Yeah. Um, what's, because what's my funny? phone's never around or it's dead because I I've know. been on the phone all morning or I forgot to plug it in the night before because I had a late night. Yeah. Or I forgot my charger at another client's house or something, you know. What's a funny um, story that comes to mind? Of a, a pet client. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure there's um, a time. <laughs> there are too many. Um, <laughs> well, my favorite, honestly, um, I don't know if I would say favorite. It's, I don't know. There are just so many involving the dogs. There's constantly something going on. Thankfully, I don't have any, like, negative shenanigans going on. Yeah. Um, they're just full of personality. Yeah, all of them. There's They're so different. There's literally always something going on, like... Um, 
what Eddie, the other day, this um, miniature Australian doodle that I take care of, um, he tripped over his own feet and went rolling down at like a 20-foot hill <laughs> and then w- got up and literally his head was spinning. <laughs> But where was my phone? In the car. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, oh, like, silly stuff is always going on like that. Like, yeah. Um, but probably the most prominent memory I have right now isn't necessarily with the dogs, but with a client. Um, we got locked out of the house. They locked the wrong knob. And um, we didn't know a locksmith to call in time because I also had to go to work at the restaurant. I worked part-time at Bernardin's. And... Um, so he let me uh, smash the bottom panel of the door <laughs> oh to get in. Oh my gosh. Because they were wreaking havoc. The dogs were wreaking havoc in the house. So the dogs are there. inside and y'all are outside. Yeah, and oh, I'm stuck no. outside and I'm on the phone. They're both out of town. We have no way of getting in the house. And yeah, so they let me break in the house. Oh my gosh. So I spent about 20 minutes trying to choose my weapon of choice. <laughs> That was fun. Um, like, they told me I could do this. Yeah, exactly. And it was just nerve-wracking because I'm looking around to see if the neighbors are watching me. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. What oh the, no my one gosh. calls the police. That's but, funny. Um, that's probably the most exciting thing yeah. that's happened. Um, what's, a, what's a challenge that you've overcome as a business owner? Or something that, or a big lesson that you've learned since um, starting a business? prioritizing myself yeah that's good been one. a big one and i'm still struggling with that my boyfriend may be listening to this whenever this airs and he's going to be laughing <laughs> so hard and calling me a liar but i'm trying yeah um i don't prioritize myself but with this business as it's gotten busier i've realized it's very true you have to save yourself before you can save anyone else mm-hmm. kind of thing And so I'm taking that into account and trying to slow down, but I still have a hard time saying no. Yeah. I do have a hard time saying no because your babies become my babies from the moment I meet them. And the thought of anyone else having them from the moment I meet them is heartbreaking for me. And um, so basically I'm the kind of person that if I can, I will. Yeah. And do you have some help or are you still a one woman show? So I will say none of this would be possible without my family. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a village as it does with children. Um, so without them taking care of my zoo when I need them to, this wouldn't be possible. My boyfriend helps me out from time to time as well. Um, but Eden Hare, um, formerly Eden Massmore. Um, I know Eden. Yeah. I'm, I'm best friends with her uh, stepsister. Yeah. <laughs> Love her. She was actually one of my first, cli- like, not first clients, but in the first, like, top ten. Yeah. And um, I've just been helping her out for as long as I can remember now. What, it's been five years, maybe longer. Yeah. And, um, what, during COVID, her schedule changed up a bit, and she asked me if I needed help, and... That's my biggest struggle with this entire um, goal that I have is that I have a hard time reaching out for help. Oh, me too, girl. Because I don't trust easily. Me too, girl. It's hard. I've been burned too many times in the past, as well, many think, people and, and have. And you just think, okay, well, I can do it faster than I can tell somebody else how to do it. That's I, what I yes, always think. Delegation I get that from my hard. father. Yes. <laughs> I've gotten that from my father. Um, that's also a big thing that I've been working on. But... Um, so when she reached out, it was a blessing because, yeah. of course, I trust her because you've known she her. has needy babies. She's She works in rescue. She's worked in kennels. And I know um, her standard for her dogs. 
Yeah. So I wouldn't expect her to give anything less to anyone else. Yeah. Um, so she's been a great help, but I've mainly used her for dog walking because she's a pediatric nurse. You mm-hmm. know, she has a pretty busy schedule herself, and she has two uh, pit bulls of her own, uh, Biggie and Whisper. Oh, My babes. <laughs> um, but um, she does help me out, and it's been a big hand in why I was able to start expanding because other than that, it is just me. I am the main caregiver, groomer, baker, yeah. pop-up goer, you know, and for all of the events and everything, it's just me. Yeah. And um, I have a few clients that I was using her for dog walking. And a majority of my clients know my boyfriend or know of his existence. So, like, if I ever I'm running late at the restaurant because, like I mentioned, I work part time. Mm-hmm. You, you are a busy, a busy woman. I stay woman. I stay busy. Yes, yeah. that is my thing. Um, I don't like not being busy. Um, idle hands are not my thing. Um, like I said, I don't prioritize downtime because I don't really care for it. I feel guilty whenever I'm not doing something. Yeah. What's your enneagram type? Do you know? I see that's funny you bring that up. You sound like a type three. I've been meaning to look into that. (laughs) Yeah. Because I've been seeing more and more on people's Instagram stories and stuff about it. And I was like, why don't I know this? Go take it. I haven't had a time I had the time yet. (laughs) But I keep meaning to. But um from everything I've been reading, I think I'm either a three or a five. Yeah. But um I'm not don't quote me on that. Um well, the type three and the fact that you are successful and like to be busy, but the type, or actually even a type two is a helper, and you clearly yeah. like to like to help. Yes, so I do. you might you could be a type two. Like I'm definitely two, an two wing three, but I do prioritize helping people. Like yeah. I may not be the bubbly, outgoing person in public, but I'm kind of under the surface I'm always trying to do whatever I can to make people's life easier yeah I'm just not a very in your face like yeah I'm just very mellow I keep to myself I'm like the wallflower kind of person (laughs) um I don't like being the center of attention but I also feel like that's what makes me perfect for the animal kingdom life you know yeah um that's also why I was so nervous about doing something like this. Well, I never you're do doing, anything like this. You're doing amazing. So we just have um, a couple more minutes left. So you are, I'm assuming, taking on new new puppies slash babies. Yes. I don't, at the moment, I don't have plans to stop taking clients because I am slowly trying to bow out of the restaurant so I can fully commit myself. Yeah. Like 100% of my time because right now it's 98% of my time. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so tell us how, tell us how we can find you if we would like to, but I'm definitely taking on new clients. Please reach out, email me camel city canines, uh, at gmail.com. Um, completely spelt out, um, no spaces. Instagram is where I'm most active. Um, that's where everything's going on. You'll find out about sales, Website updates, anything that I'm doing, every, my day-to-day life is mm-hmm. on Instagram, and that's just at Camel City Canines. Um, and I have a full-blown website you can that you can check out there. It gives you a synopsis of everything that I have to offer, CamelCityCanines.com. Awesome. Um, and before we go, I just have one last thing. If you haven't heard, please look into Red Feather Farm Sanctuary. Um, they house and rescue horses, donkeys, hennies, dogs, oh. cats, goats, you name it. Um, and currently I am sponsoring a fundraiser that Joanne Frost Photography is going to be doing. 
and they're looking for donations and people to enter the doggy photo contest. Ooh, So there's still more information coming out about that, but um, please keep an eye out and please give them a follow, both Joanne Frost Photography and Red Feather Farm Sanctuary. Okay. Um, Completely spelt out just like that. Both are on Instagram. Um, They can really use your help with all of this, so that would be great. Um, But, yeah, I mean... That's really about it. Awesome. <laughs> well, you did a great job, and I would absolutely trust you with my babies. You just, you can just sense your passion for animals, and I just love that so much as, well, a, fe- as a fellow you. dog person. <laughs> yes, yes. They are my life. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Monica. Go check her out, Camel City Canines. And as always, you can find Forsyth Mags on social media as well, at Forsyth Mags on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter all the things, and then for scythemags.com. And that is it for this time. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful.